I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5, our thought at this time, this day, this evening, tonight, uh, whenever you're listening to our program, just thank you for being there. Be in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5. Let's, let's just put it this way. Uh, let's talk about let's go fishing, okay? I like that. I spent the better part of all of my lost life as an old commercial Fishermen literally caught hundreds and thousands of pounds of uh, fishing and seafood products there. So I certainly ought to relate to what's going on in Luke chapter 5 here. We'll read a few verses in just a moment. By the way, thank you again for being there. If there's something we ever could help you with, we're as close as all the computer. We think about the old keyboard there, the F-O-M-M www.fomm.org. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International here. And uh, leave us a message. Search around. Find some things you like. Stay away from the pictures. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. I appreciate this chapter. If you were to read Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11, you'd understand why. Our Savior's walking on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. Here in the passage in Luke 5, it's called Gennesaret. Galilee has two or three different names, also called Tiberias. And he's walking the shores, and he comes upon a couple of boats that are pulled to the beach, to the shore, and the fishermen are not in the boat anymore. They have taken their nets out of the boat. They are washing their nets. And he looks at one of them, which was Simon Peter's boat, And he asked uh, the use of the vessel and what happens. Uh, Simon Peter, evidently, it's understood in the passage. He says, okay. The Savior gets in the boat. They push a little away from the beach, put down a stob, a pole, ties the boat to it. And you can imagine the Savior uses the boat for a pulpit and the seashore for the seating arrangement for all the folk that's there. So you have the Savior in a boat preaching from the boat. By the way, he must have good, we think about an ability to be able to uh, have his voice to penetrate. He must have had good, great volume as far as his voice. A lot of times we picture our Lord just being this quiet person. If he's in a vessel and you have people up and down the seashore listening, his voice must have been strong. All right, what takes place? All right, he uses Simon Peter's vessel. Uh, He rewards Simon Peter for the use of the vessel by giving him a miraculous number of fish. And then he talks to Simon in chapter 5 in verse 10 and says something like this. Simon, he says, fear not. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. 
Now, I certainly can relate to that. Simon was a great fisher of fish. As far as a commercial fisherman, I'm sure Simon Peter was one of the top that was in his area that was there. As far as catching an amount of fish, I'm sure he caught enough to provide for his family. I'm sure he had a nice boat. And as far as the Savior is concerned, he recognized that. He helped Simon Peter in the midst of the difficulty uh, there. As far as their fish, they didn't do very good. Miraculous catch of fish. Simon, I want you to catch men. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. So to tell people about the Savior, to talk to people and present the gospel to other people, it's like fishing for fish. I guess pastors, ministers, evangelists, uh, we have really uh, jumped on this because this is easy to present. As far as fishing for fish physically, I know how to do that. In the realm that God used me, whether it be gillnet fishing, uh, dragging for fish, or dragging for shrimp, and some of the other areas of uh, seafood industry, I know some things about that too, but the fishing for fish, I certainly understand that. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. If I somehow can understand, and there is no excuse for me, no excuse for me not being a great soul winner, and I'm not the soul winner I want to be. Yes, we've seen people saved. Yes, we've seen people's lives change. But I want to be a better fisher of men than I am a fisher of fish. What does it take? There are some prerequisites. Let's talk about it just for a little bit. Of course, you, if you're going to fish for men, you'd have to be saved. And of course, you'd have to want to do that. You say, what's wrong with Christian people? Why don't they have the desire to reach people with the gospel? It's because... We do not meet the first part. I get, what's it, Matthew chapter 4 and Mark chapter 1. Jesus talking to Simon Peter again. And, well, it's really the four. He said, fellows, he said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Why do people, you know, not want to tell others and give the gospel to other people? It's because we're not following the Lord. He said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. We don't have to memorize. You know, we think about... Uh, an ability with our mind, uh, as far as uh, man uh, himself is concerned. You said, what? We just need to follow the Lord. He said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. That's pretty simple to me. But let's think about this. What what did it take physically, Brother Mon? I've had people ask me, Brother Mon, were you a good fisher of fish? I would like to say yes. My father trained me well in the harbor that I am. Uh, still in, my father was almost top. He was the top fisherman in our area. My father taught me well. What 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 was some of the things? And let's see if we can relate it to fishing for men. He always had good equipment. Are you listening? He always had good equipment, and he kept this equipment up, top notch. I wish I had time to get into what I'm talking about. As far as we think about the vessel, uh, we think about uh, the netting. The nets that was there, we had good equipment. Do you understand? All right, for us as a child of God, I must understand, first of all, what is what is my equipment? What is my net, you know, where I can go out and encircle, instead of encircling physical fish, that I can take and be used by God to reach a man for Christ, men, women, boys, and girls. I must have good equipment. What is the equipment? If people are saved by grace through faith, for by grace are you saved through faith. Where did they get this faith from? It says, faith cometh by hearing, 
and hearing by the word of God. So my equipment is this book. What do we do? We go and try to be used by God to take this book and somehow get it into the lives of other people. Expose them to what thus saith the Lord. Faith cometh by hearing, once again, and hearing by the word of God. So as far as the book that I have in front of me, we think about the Bible, God's holy word. This is what God has given me. And as far as the equipment, it's the best there is to have. There's no excuse for us. Not only good equipment, but my friend, we had to have the right power. As far as our vessels were concerned, sometimes we needed speed, sometimes we needed power. We had to have the equivalent of both of those things. We had to have the right power. Some of the vessels in the area that I'm even in right now, you look at that vessel, you say, wow, that's a beautiful vessel. But somehow it doesn't stock the fish. It doesn't bring in the fishing products that it should. And it's because of the fact that its power is poor, you know. For us, again, if we were to apply this, make the parallel or the simile, you remember the statement made there in Acts chapter 1? Very simple. In verse 8, it says, But ye shall receive power. And that thought, it talks about the Holy Ghost coming upon them, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. After that, ye shall receive power. We think about it for the child of God. What do I need? I need, yes, I need good equipment. But I need the power to be able to use this equipment. What is this? This is the Holy Spirit, my friend. Sometimes we just depend upon ourselves. We're dependent upon our ability or with my mind to be able to talk somebody into something, you know, trying to get them to say yes to some of the things that we're saying. We need not just the power of the flesh or the abilities that we have as far as education is concerned to speak to people and kind of a what do we have? What do we say? Kind of a gospel sales thing. We need God's power behind that. I want to fish for fish, yes? But more so, I want to fish for men. I want to have the best equipment. God's given it to me. The best of power. God has provided that for us. God's spirit, we need to ask. I need also to learn how to put up with bad weather. I guess that was the hardest thing for me when I fished for fish. Just putting up with bad weather. I just, I did not want to leave the dock. I did not want to, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fair weather fisherman, if you want to put it a certain way. But many times we had to leave the dock when it was rough. And you know, sometimes we've caught the most fish products when the weather was bad. You wouldn't believe that. So we think about serving God. You know, it's never a good time to serve the Lord. You know, it seems like the weather is always bad. Hardly ever is there good weather. You know, hardly is there ever a time where I, I approach someone and I said, Sir, have you considered such and such? And the person said, No, I would like to hear that. Most of them don't want to hear that. You knock on the door, they're not home. Are you trying to talk with somebody on the inside and all of a sudden there's all kinds of problems in there that just takes uh, the, the message away? Just bad weather spiritually, if you understand what I'm talking about, what did you do? We just put up with that. We just kept going no matter what. You also needed to know how to keep your catch. This was one, again, one of the number one things. It's one thing to catch a fish product. It's another thing to bring it back to the dock, back to the dealer, and for him to look at what you caught. And he says, yes, bring that. I want that. That is good. For us, I think we've done a poor job 
with this discipleship stuff, leading people to Christ and leaving them out in the world, leading people to Christ and not getting, it's so important to get them into a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church, talking with someone about the gospel, and they respond to the gospel, my friend. We need to take and take care of those people, just like we took care of the product that we caught as far as the physical fish. We could not unload it if it was spoiled. The dealer did not want that for us today. Keep the catch. Keep the catch. What are you talking about? Oh, befriending them to the point whereby you spend some time with them. Oh, let them sit with you in church. Uh, we think about discipleship programs, going to their house, having them over to your house, seeing that they grow in grace. Keep the catch until, my friend, they grow in grace to the point where they in turn desire to be a fisher of men also. And then I'll say in closing today, you know, if faithful, there is payday. Oh, a good, a good boat with a good net, with the right kind of power. You know, going whether you feel like it or not. Keep the catch, you know, keep, keep the catch that's there. Payday. Oh, a lot of times I would get to the end of a trip. Sometimes we were out weeks at a time. And I'd say, I'll never do this again. I'll never do this again. I get to the dock, and all oh, the pay, I looked at all oh, the rewards, all oh, was just wonderful. And it just motivated us just to keep on keeping on. For us, we don't win people to Christ for the pay. And of course, there is a payday. But if you'll do right, my friend, if you'll use that that God's given you with the right power and be willing to go no matter what, God will bless you from henceforth thou shalt catch men. That'll be said of you, my friend. Until next week, the same time, Fisher Munn saying, good fishing. <laughs>